The Last Word with Matt Cooper. Now, what we've been learning this week from Temple Street Children's Hospital is absolutely shocking that we have known that at least one child has died after multiple procedures which were done incorrectly and that many other patients who have undergone complex spinal surgery at the hospital did not receive proper or appropriate treatment which may be putting it mildly. Paul Cullen, the health editor of the Irish Times, is with us. There's a lot to get through here, Paul. But just remind us of the the key issues in relation to Temple Street Hospital before we talk about what may have happened in paediatrics, orthopaedics in the rest of the country. Yeah, sure. Um, Temple Street is where a lot of complex surgeries are performed on children who have spina bifida. And they often need... um, complex spinal surgery and often on a repeated basis um about a year over a year ago in july 2022 and there was a serious incident involving the work uh, a particular consultant in the hospital and in september there was another serious incident said with the same consultant and around that month um staff started raising uh, their concerns about um their colleagues work so on foot of that, Children's Health Ireland, which is responsible for, for the delivery of, of paediatric health across the, across the country, but particularly in, in hospitals in Dublin, they set up uh, two strands of a, of a review, an internal one, and they also brought in a team of experts from Boston Children's Hospital. Um, and uh, they, they progressively removed the, the operating rights of the consultant over the year that passed, uh, starting with the most complex surgeries and then eventually, a few months ago, all surgeries on all sites. Um, we learned on Monday when the HSE published a, what they called a, co- a composite report of those two in- internal reviews that I mentioned, the, the Boston one and the Irish one, um, we learned of very high complication rates um, attached around um, the cases that they looked at. They looked at uh, the two two reviews looked at about 16 cases and um, they found, I suppose, just to summarise it, they found over 80 percent um, needed further unplanned surgery, over 50 percent. Um, required the removal of metal implants that had been uh, placed in in a previous operation, and about seventy five percent suffered issues around uh, infection. Um, obviously, they're very very serious. We also learned, as you mentioned, that uh, of one of the cases, uh, one child died following multiple um, subsequent procedures. Um, as you know, um, there, there's there's been. Um, great outpouring of, of distress and concern, obviously, on the parts of not just of the families who were in the review, but also other families who have been effectively left in the dark over the last year about the fate of their children, who are growing and therefore have very pressing needs um, for for medical treatment. Um, on, on foot of that, um, the the CHI agreed to, to publish the two the reports of the two separate strands um, which they did on, on I think, Wednesday, uh, which provided further breakdown of the um, types of surgeries that were carried out and the types of complications that arose. We learned from that that one child underwent 34 um, operations um, in, in Temple Street, which is truly it's horrific. Horrific number, uh, and then another child spends six hours in a hypothermic state. Now, I, I'm so not qualified. That, that, that bit is what's yeah. shocking. That apparently three children experienced hypothermia, which is defined as being under thirty-five degrees during a procedure. I mean, surely there were other people as well as the surgeon in the in the in the surgery who would have actually realised this and would have done something about it. 
and presumably they're among the people who've raised concerns since last September. Um, as you said, yeah, they do seem to be on the high end of the spectrum. Um, uh, obviously, these are very complex procedures and um, they may have gone on too long. But as I say, I don't have the level of specialisation to know know that. But clearly, it was worth, the Boston reviewers felt that it was worth noting. Um, and the other aspect which emerged on Monday, of course, is that in the case of three children, it appears that a type of spring, or sometimes it's called a compression spring, um, which was not certified, according to the HSE, was used in, in, in three cases. But where where would these cases, have come from, was... Paul? Where would springs like that have come from? And again, would others not have noticed the surgeon using something that looked different to what would normally be approved and used? Yeah, so yesterday the clinical director of the hospital uh, clarified that um, it, it was known I- I among the team that th- these springs were being used um, and it was known at the time, which was something that we weren't clear on before. And there's a sep- sep- separate investigation going on. There's a lot of uh, online commentary about what might have happened. Some of it seems quite well informed, but the clinical director said there was a lot of misinformation or incorrect information as well. But it does seem that it was uh, that they were procured by a, what was called, described to me as an unusual route uh, by a retail route. Uh, so it remains to be seen exactly what was happening in those cases. But we do know that in two of the three cases, the springs have been removed. This, as you say, is dreadful for the children who have undergone unnecessary surgeries or surgeries that weren't performed properly and for their parents as well. But it does raise questions, does it, not just beyond this particular consultant, but also I think what the Taoiseach has referred to as potential failures of clinical governance. You're right. Uh, the, the the Boston reviewers uh, make some mild-mannered commentary about the need for proper governance and oversight in in the arrangements in Tem- Temple Street, and they don't. They do, they, their report doesn't focus in on the work of any one person. That occurred on Monday when the HSC published their report. But the question uh, does arise, and I did ask this of Bernard Gloucester yesterday, and he denied that the HSC were throwing that consultant under the bus in favour of looking at the more systemic issues. Whatever about the work of the consultant, it is certainly true that scoliosis surgery and other types of orthopaedic surgery has been a major problem for the health service and for politicians who feel the brunt of anger about it for more than 10 years and repeated promises have been made. Money has been delivered, most recently 19 million last year. Um, It has to be said that the number of procedures being carried out has, has increased. But the waiting lists have not reduced for a number of reasons. And you can mention COVID, the difficulty of getting staff and whatever other reasons, it's not clear. And I, there's certainly a, a large amount of frustration among the politicians. And that's probably why Stephen Donnelly, the Minister for Health, said this week that he wants he understands that the new external review, which has been ordered this week by an expert from Liverpool, will encompass a wider look at the way these services are being run and, and how they could be but, run. But how long will it take to conduct that? Because surely there yeah. must be an incredible urgency uh, to make sure that if there is something seriously going wrong within the system, that it is rectified for all of the children who are due to have surgery, all of those who are on the waiting list. Yeah, and, and, and CHI set up a helpline uh, this week, but it doesn't seem to be very satisfactory. What I hear is that 
people ring up and they're just say, well, they're told, we'll take your number and we'll get back to you. So there's no immediate solutions there. Um, we're told that um, that the uh, external review that's been that's been commissioned will take probably the best part of a year, but that the, a risk assessment should be ready by the end of the year, so which should flag the major problems. Um, it seems likely, uh, from now on anyway, um, this type of surgery seems likely to transfer to to Crumlin, and it may it, it's almost certain that uh, some children will have to go abroad uh, for their treatment uh, given the urgency. That's not ideal for for children with uh, complex conditions and the need to for repeat visits and post operative care. It's not ideal for for any family to have to move to a foreign country to get that. But that's what we're faced with at the moment. Paul Cullen, health editor of the Irish Times. Thank you so much. The last word with Matt Cooper. Weekdays from four thirty. Today.